0: Well, here we are, and Andy and myself, Joe. Morning, Joe. Good morning, Andy. And we're going to be talking about who is God today um, in a, a general theme, if you like, of faith basics. So, what's your thoughts about what faith basics is
1: all about, Andy? Yeah, so the idea, Joe, behind faith basics is sort of to, I guess, look at some of the fundamentals of, of what we believe but pretty simply, just to. You know point out a few mate uh, things that we believe more so that I guess we can you know you can go back to them, have a quick reference to go hey you know who's God you know here I've got a friend just listen to this listen to that podcast hear that, and that'll hopefully give you a bit of a bit of an idea of, of who we we believe God is and who um and you know obviously we'll hopefully go through other topics as well and uh, and get through a few um over the next few sort of sessions, obviously, this is the first in the series hopefully
0: excellent, so
1: it's a very basic question: who <laughs> is god yes well for me it's a it's a big question I mean I remember years ago when I was at a church in Sydney, and we used to teach English to um to a lot of people um in Sydney there using the Bible and so you'd have people come in sort of off the street uh, mostly with no background about god um a lot, um, a lot were Asian, sort of immigrants, and uh, and they had really no background in God. And I remember one session where I sat down with this new person, you know, did the introduction, said hello, um, you know, talked about what we did for work and uh, and that sort of thing, family, and then we started looking at the the notes about God, and and the the first thing he said to me was, "What's God?" Wow, and <laughs> I was sort of taken aback from someone who'd sort of. In a way grown up with this concept to someone who just had no no sort of religious background at all so we just assume we we have
0: this concept of who god is even if we can't use words to explain it necessarily Mm. we 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 know um but then we just maybe don't realize that others don't yeah don't
1: have a a concept yeah and that was a big question what's god so um yeah so it's a big question and look you know obviously when we approach this sort of subject who's god and you know, obviously we do it with a bit of humility, and that uh he's certainly greater than anything we can we can put in a box or do a a podcast um in terms of defining who's God but yeah, right, so just thinking about what the Bible says about God, i
0: mean it's full it's almost God is almost on every page either either directly it says a, a word God or Lord or all sorts of different words in the bible um and and also I guess again coming back to our background and our upbringing. We can see how God is being talked about at any given time. We can relate it to God's purpose, and that's a, a big question in itself. What is God's purpose? Um, so, how, where do we start with all of this? For for you know, for maybe somebody who
1: kind of knows a little bit, or wants to know more, or or knows nothing. Yeah, good question. I mean, there's a few different ways we can look at it, probably, but maybe to start with a few ideas about you know what's what's he like what's his features what what can he do what has he done those are things so probably maybe the first the first thing to point out is maybe to think of the idea of God as a creator and as a sustainer um so maybe if we look at it just a verse quickly in Isaiah chapter forty um you know the this fundamental idea that God I guess created things and he he's the reason for life um he sustains life he you know he's his spirit, I guess, is what keeps us alive. So Isaiah 40 verse 28 says, Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator at the ends of the earth. He does not grow faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. So this idea that he's everlasting. You know, he's one of those words, you'll know them well. John the, uh, Joe, the uh, Omni. Omnipresent, omnipresent, we talk about, omnipotous. and omnipotence. <laughs> so, so omnipresent, what's that yeah. one mean? What's that sort of. Yeah. Well, um, I,
0: I, I guess always, always everywhere. Yeah,
1: everywhere. Just, yeah, his, his sort of spirit is, is everywhere. Um, he's all around us and in everything. So there's quite a few characteristics in that, in that
0: verse. Mm. Some, something you said just before you read that verse made me, made me think there is the who is God, what is God type of question, mm. but there's also the why. So you, you said something i can 't remember exactly what you said, but you, you made me think, well okay there 's this knowledge knowledge is is good, but there 's also this question of well, why, yeah, which is not about knowledge so much as about understanding reasoning and purpose, yeah yeah
1: well look, maybe we'll we'll get to that, Joe, maybe a little bit as we go. <laughs> I like to jump ahead. <laughs> Well, I guess it's, it's probably good to sort of look first at, at more that, that verse in itself in terms of the idea that, you know, this, this concept of God, which for us, you know, makes little sense that he's everlasting, you know, that he's sort of always been there. Um, and that's always one of the early questions your kids ask you, you know, where, who was God's parents or where did God come from? And this idea that it's sort of beyond our comprehension in a way of, of God's always been there, or he's I always like to think of it like he's outside of time um, and he's, he's just been there um, and he is just there. And in a way, he's created time you know, for us to exist in, but he's, he's everlasting. He's always been there. So the very first mention in the Bible is, is in the
0: beginning, God mm, yeah. created the heavens and the earth, yeah. more or less those words. So God was there at the beginning, but you just said God's outside of time. <laughs> so you said God created time yes so in our understanding there's a chronology there's something that happens Mm. and then something else happens but it sounds like what you're suggesting and and if god created time makes sense that this beginning concept concept is something that we understand but isn't necessarily a a chronological order as far as god sees it Mm. or god as far as god exists yeah
1: yeah yeah, well, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head saying in the beginning, you know, that God started this process of, of creation, of creating us in this world, that um, he set the time of, yep, this is the beginning. And as you say, I think he's outside, which is strange to think about in that, you know, we, we talk about him knowing the beginning from the end and, you know, um, sort of understanding everything about this, this universe and, and what exists that uh, that he's brought into into being. This a tricky one do you have any thoughts on it or do you
0: well i did hear something to... yesterday when i was listening to a, a a bible talk and and somebody said this idea about a concept of time and 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 if you think of it i think is it the theory of relativity or oh, einstein yes. whoever it was and, and this concept that somehow time and space are connected so if you collapse time then you also collapse space now if god created essentially space so everything mm. Then time would come into existence at that point. If you, mm. if you, find, I know this is quite scientific, but this idea of the existence of time, but without the existence of, of substance, yeah, just scientifically, apparently those two things have to coexist. Mm. So the idea that God created
1: substance
0: and time, yeah, makes perfect sense. Mm. If if those theories are correct,
1: yeah, and if you add the energy, He's that sort of energy behind yeah, it, energy. as well. That's the yeah. spark, if you like, mm. yeah. yeah, the spark to it all. Yeah and as as we read there it says you know he doesn't grow faint uh, sorry he doesn't faint or grow weary his understandings unsearchable so this idea that he's powerful you know that he's he's got his backing behind us something that none of us have his understandings unsearchable which is a human we certainly can't uh can never uh <laughs> claim that uh, that our understanding's unsearchable yet um yet his is
0: so there's this element that we can understand mm. and 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 that's that's a good thing there's also this element that we cannot comprehend. Is that is that an yes. unanswerable question? Or, or is it okay <laughs> to ask the question about that sort of thing? So
1: what is God's understanding of this? Is that, is that something
0: we should even, even bother to dwell on?
1: Bother to dwell on? Oh, with humility we certainly can. But I think, obviously, as a human, we need to understand that we're never going to have all the answers. And that's probably something that in our faith journeys, and I assume we'll talk about this at some point in the podcast about our faith journeys and how you get to a point where you do realize, hey, there's all these things I don't know. Right, um, so that's where faith yeah, comes in. sort of comes in, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And in a way we need to be okay with going, well, I, I don't know everything, but these are the, the things I do know, or these are the, the sort of fundamentals that, that I can hang my hat on, I guess, and the rest sort of, yeah, I, I walk, walk by faith um, and fill in, fill in the gaps. Okay. Have interesting conversations. That's what I, how I sort of view it. Yeah. But um, seriously, I mean the the other thing, probably the other thing to mention at this point is, uh, the Bible really emphasises as well that that God's the the only true God, a real oneness of God, and I assume it does this because, you know, particularly back in the early times of the Old Testament, you know, many gods. You know, people would see the sun and go, well, that's a god. People would see the the water, and go, oh, that's a God, you know, and, and sort of make a God for different sort of things. Um, and he really emphasizes that I am the, you know, alone a God. You know, Deuteronomy 6 verse 4 says, are oh, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And hopefully if we have show notes or something like that, we can put some of these uh, these sort of verses and a few others in there if you want to look at, uh, you know, some verses about, about who God is. Um, but, yeah, this oneness of God is really emphasized as well. So that's something which is very...
0: Um it's, it's not a concept that, that maybe Western society have generated mm. um, naturally it's it's an understanding that's come from the Bible mm. um, and it's an understanding that that is actually embedded in actually in a, in a couple of religions mm. I we mean, think about Islam, and I guess we're not yes. going to go into other religions right here <laughs> right now, but you know and and also Judaism mm. um, there is this very much a one God. Mm. Uh, concept, yeah, which we would
1: fundamentally agree with. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So, what about? I mean, if we turn a little bit to to think about God's character, what what, Joe? How would you describe God's character? Then we talked about sort of this idea of a creator, a powerful being, uh, you know, the the source of everything in the universe. You know, this this oneness; he's in control. How would you, what would you think about with his character?
0: Yeah, well, there's one thing that I've, I guess, I've come to realise or appreciate in relation to what I perceive God's character to be, and that is as a father. So it's maybe not the place you'd start, you know, but that's that's where I'm at right now, thinking of God as a father, because I'm a I'm a dad, you know, I've got kids, um, um, and I'm sort of beginning to realise not that I can understand how God feels, as we've already said, but I can sort of appreciate how you see God's frustration in the Bible when his children do not do what he has told them to do for their own good. Yeah. And I feel like that often with my own children. They will not do what I've asked them to do for their own good. Uh, and I thought I mean, it's kind of funny, but um, that's something that I, I think I can understand a little bit mm. about my relationship with God in that sense because yeah. I understand that God is telling me things through through the Bible and through experience which I
1: should be learning from mm. and that's what I expect from my kids yeah yeah no excellent so he's there as a father and that, and that's a way we can relate to him as well you know and to say well he's you know, like you're saying that guidance he gives us guidance um, and overall love you know and that, that he calls us his children you know, that he wants yeah. to be you know, a
0: father to us. That's, a, that's another thing where, you know, if we, talk, if we think about discipline, this idea of, you know, um, how as a dad I need to uh, encourage my kids to behave mm. properly. And, and I've got to say they're a, an absolute joy in many, <laughs> in many ways as well. There no, are. seriously. They are. Um, and, um, but in terms of how I feel when I, I discipline them, and you, you use the word love, and, and sometimes I think we can feel that God's, the way that we think about God and other people think about God, it's kind of hard to think of that as love. You know, think of all the things that, I guess, God lets happen, or, or may have caused to happen in history, and it's easy for, to say, well, that doesn't sound like love to me. Um, Is that just chance that these things happen, or is it intent? There's things in the Bible where we see clearly that God has intended for seemingly bad things to happen. Now, if I I punish my kids, it doesn't mean I don't love them. Mm. Uh, And that's sort of helped me to kind of understand that balance, if you like, between love and discipline, or love in discipline. It yes, love in discipline. Mm. Um, it's it's a hard lesson. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's terribly hard, <laughs> and but, it's something we yeah. continue
1: to to grow about. Yeah, and then continue to learn. Yeah, and that idea of suffering producing character, and uh, yeah, and and love being the motivator overall behind that. Yeah, it is a tricky concept. But I mean, it's you know, you're saying God is love. Is yeah, you know, that's a, a big quote from First John four, and and I think one of the key ones in terms of who God is. To have this idea that the concept of God is love is probably a good starting point in his character, and probably the other big one you probably know the story Joe well in um, in Exodus 34 when when Moses sort of asks God to to show him his glory, um, you know, and uh, pass by him, and it says God passes by. I'll just read read the sort of words what it what it talks about. So this is where. God passes by Moses and shows him his glory. So this is what, how God sort of defines his glory here. It says, The Lord descended in the clouds, stood with him there, proclaimed the name of the Lord. The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord. A God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions and, uh, and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generation, It says, and Moses quickly bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped. So that shows that
0: shows uh, patience, I think. Yep. Uh, as a characteristic of God, um, but also shows justice. Mm, yeah. In the sense that um, God doesn't turn a, a complete blind eye to things that aren't aren't right mm. in His eyes.
1: Yeah well in the, yeah in the end he yeah he will justice will will prevail um that that god you know god doesn't just like you're saying not discipline or look at look at um you know the the things that are happening on this earth and go oh well it's okay for that person to to hurt that person or mm. for this violence to happen or this this cruelty you know god says hang on that's that's not right that's not that's not what i want for this earth so these things sometimes in our mind what whatever justice means
0: to us mm. we May see these things as not being played out, so we don't mm. see justice every time that yes. there is a wrong done, or you know we think that God's not involved in the process at all. Mm. But going back to this idea of God being outside time, just had a thought: is that is that the point? Is that that you know we expect God to respond to something yeah. or initiate something in a timeline yeah. that we can in understand as being, yeah, right, as being now. A right and, and mm. you know the order of things the way they should be in our own mind but God's timeline is different is that the thing that we should just acknowledge <laughs> <So> just
1: <laughs> I deal yeah, with yeah look I certainly think there's an element of truth to that in that sometimes we you know in our limited uh, view of sort of time and life and where we are at this point we you know will sometimes say, oh God why aren't you acting now why aren't this happening why isn't this happening why isn't this justice being served but yeah you're exactly right you know the, the timeline's different you know the I always like to think of it sometimes like a story. The book hasn't finished yet. Yeah, you know, we're we're still on chapter chapter three, and you know we're just waiting for the next few chapters to be revealed. and And I think unfortunately, a lot of people judge God on chapter one or chapter two or chapter three, and and say, well, look, he's he's not he's not acting here. He's not doing this. How can he be this loving God? But wait till you get to the end of the book you know and I think at the end of the book and part of that is faith Joe I understand that but get to the end of the book and go we'll be amazed by God's you know love and grace and, and, the, and the justice of God that, that does in the end sort of work out but,
0: so there is that verse that says uh, no eye has seen no ear has heard the mm. things that that God has essentially prepared yeah. or is preparing yeah so this is That's a awesome. this is a long story in our mm. time frame yeah. of reference it's a it's a it's a long story yeah we're part of it yeah and uh yeah the end is
1: not yet no and i guess when we when we looked at that that glory i mean we we always talk about god's plan with this earth to to fill the earth with his glory and uh, and part of that i think is you know god's glory is those characteristics and part of his plan is to fill the earth with people who share in his characteristics who are i guess part of him who are like him um you know i know you've uh, mentioned about god's name you know that that I am that I am or I'll be revealed in a in a group of mighty ones that sort of concept of you know that that god will be revealed you know ultimately in us and um what a great earth that would be if um if this world is filled with with god's glory in terms of people who are like like him who have his characteristics so so on on that name what is that what is the
0: word that encapsulates what you just mentioned
1: <laughs> yes yeah, so it's the word yahweh but we it's particularly um, first sort of brought up with uh, with Moses at the burning bush. But I wonder if if we leave that there just for a moment, and maybe go into more depth about about <laughs> that name of God. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that can be a whole whole podcast in itself. Um, and maybe leave that there just for the moment. But we'll we'll certainly come back to that, Joe. I promise. Well, I'm certainly we'll looking there. forward to that <laughs> one. Uh, but yeah, thank
0: thanks, Andy. I mean, any other thoughts? Yeah, well, um, I guess just I guess probably
1: with? the only other thing to to just mention is that. Um, you know, the amazing thing we've talked about already, how great God is, and he's bigger than we can understand, but there's this real sense uh, from God's word that, that he has this genuine care for us. And like you say, this this love as a father. You know, Jesus talks about a very, he knows the very numbers of your hair um, on your head, which is amazing, and that, that you know, that number's not, not, a, <laughs> not a set number. It comes and goes. It changes, yep. you know, almost uh, minute by minute. Um, and then even the idea in Psalm fifty-six verse eight, it says that that He keeps account of your tossings. So these these He knows, you know, your tossings he's in your tossing bed, tossing and turning. Sort yes, of your problems that you're having and restless life. Yes, yeah. and my tears are in your bottle. And um,
0: wow. tears are in your bottle. Uh, yes. That's not a verse I re- think I've ever read. What, yeah, so you, some, what do you think
1: that means? Yes, yeah, so it's Psalm fifty-six verse eight, but it's this idea that God, God, sort of. He's aware of your of your pain, your suffering. His te your tears are in his in his bottle. You know, he he knows how how much you've cried. A, a bit like you, you could think of a father that you know. One of the the worst things a father is when you see your child upset, yeah. um, and he, he cares for that that much that he you know he understands that and he knows that and and he's he's hurting as well when when we're hurting. He, he knows our our tossings at night, our our problems that we're going through, and and you know. And he wants to wants to help and be there for us, so collecting our tears as it were, mopping up mm, yes <laughs> that 's great it 's a beautiful little thought isn 't it, isn't it? it is yeah the psalm there, yeah, and perhaps maybe if we could just read a couple of verses joe to to end off with perhaps for for this uh, faith basic who is God, maybe just finishing in psalm one hundred and thirty nine which is a beautiful chapter, and i won 't read it all, or a beautiful passage about about god 's love and that sort of his his motivated motivation. Um, in, in all that he does, um, it says words there, you know when I sit down, when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar, you search out my path, my lying down, and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word's on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. So, he said, yeah, you know, that, that caring sort of nature of God that he, that he cares for us. It says, you form my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. God knows us so well and he cares for us and he you know, formed us even in our mother's womb and we praise him for this, uh, this amazing, amazing gift that he's given us of life and the fact that, that he cares and he loves us and I think that's pretty amazing considering sometimes I, I think about the universe and, and, uh, and little old me and think, wow, you know, I've got a father who, who loves me. That gives you a lot of comfort and a lot of hope um, yeah, in this world. So thanks for that, Andy. That that certainly gives
0: us something to dwell on, uh, to think about uh, throughout the day. Answered
1: all your questions, that, Joe. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> and uh, very yeah. much a starting point. But that's the
1: beauty of it. You can spend your whole life, you know, seeking God and uh, yeah, and and keeping growing and developing as we go. Awesome.
0: All right. Well, we'll be back uh, with more faith basics. Uh, goodbye for now. Bye bye.